0: Alright, man. Open us
1: yeah. up. Go ahead and uh, kick us off, please.
2: Welcome
1: to the Stack Dice
2: Curse of Stroud Summertime Good Time Fun Campaign.
0: <laughs> Previously on Stack Dice. There are wolves in here! Prepare for battle!
1: Rosvon, you hear distant howling and you're starting to see snippets. Oh no. You're hearing these wolves, seeing them coming out of nowhere, and then suddenly somebody grabs your shoulder. What? And I draw my mace. My word. (laughs) Uh, But then after
2: a split second, I realize it's you. As I get up there, I, I reach my hand into the mouth.
0: What are you doing? Do you see something?
2: I think I do. So I reach up there and fish around in the
1: mouth. Yeah, you kind of wrestle with the tongue for a little bit <laughs> until you eventually find something hard metallic in there that must have Take caught Take it and the, bring it down? It is a small iron key. You open the door, and there are three crossbows set, against, uh, set on a rack. Mm. A hand crossbow, a light crossbow, and a heavy crossbow. And there are 20 bolts for each. This portrait, however, you do see a little placard set against the bottom of it with a single word, perhaps a name, Durst. There are five figures in this painting. Mm-hmm. There are two adults, it's a man and a woman, presumably husband and wife, and with them are two kids which look exactly like the two kids that you found outside. And then in the father's arms is a swaddled baby, which you can't see anything of, but the woman is looking at the swaddled baby with a hint of scorn in her eyes. Oh boy. Red velvet drapes cover the windows of this room. An exquisite mahogany desk and a matching high-backed chair face the entrance of the fireplace, above which hangs a framed picture of a windmill perched atop a rocky crag. Situated in corners of the room are two overstuffed chairs. Floor-to-ceiling bookshelves line the south wall. A rolling wooden ladder allows one to more easily reach the high shelves. Yes. This is the library Uh of the house. Yeah. The desk has a couple of items on it. There are also some drawers on this desk. So the top one is empty. Completely. No dust, no crumbs, nothing. Second Second one is also empty, third houses an iron key. It's got the number 20 20. inscribed on it.
0: Do you see how this placard here, all the other books are categorized by letter and by alphabet, this placard has nothing on it and neither does this book. I'm gonna hook a finger in the spine and pull it slowly out.
1: The whole bookcase begins to rot the books are becoming moldy and shriveling and they're deteriorating to wood pulp and all that stuff and essentially this this bookshelf just completely melts before your very eyes revealing a room Ooh. behind it
2: hey stackers welcome back to the third episode in our ongoing summer series of the curse of strahd and whatever else i named it in the little intro thing and Thane is here in the DM seat. Once again. And Meredith is across from me. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to get going again.
1: Yeah. Me too. And I've uh, <laughs> been preparing for this for a long time. Anyway, so let's go ahead and get this thing kicked <laughs> off. <down. laughs> it all
2: comes <laughs> down to this. Anyway, anyway, I'm
1: looking forward to this. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, so let's go ahead and uh, get reacquainted with our characters. Mom?
0: Uh, Meredith is Anna Zorovna.
1: And Dad, Rhett as Razvan. And me as me. (laughs) Alrighty, so let's have a look at this seer secret room that you guys just found. It is a very small and compact room to start off with. Just a couple feet, and on the right side, the far part of it, there's a very narrow and cramped staircase that leads up to what you assume to be the attic of this house. Interesting. Um, meanwhile, the sides of the room, so this room is small enough as it is, and it is made slightly smaller because it's jam-packed with more bookshelves. Skinnier, more compact, um, bookshelves that are just jammed full with old tomes and the like.
0: Is there any light in this room?
1: Not really, no.
2: I've got my hand with the flame on it, mm-hmm. but that's about it.
1: You also notice by the staircase at the uh, end of this room is a oak chest on iron-clawed feet. It's half opened. The lid is closed on what appears to be the remains of a long-dead man. His upper half is basically in the chest with the lid closed over him.
0: Oh my. What is that?
2: It's a decoration that we're going to stay well clear of, I think. Is it next to the staircase? Yep. Oh, dear. Uh, I take a book, and I toss it gently in the direction of the chest. Nothing happens. Okay. I think we're okay. What do you think?
0: I think I want you to go first with your glowing hand.
2: Rasvan swallows real hard, and then he puts on one of those smiles, and he walks as steadily as he can toward the staircase trying to lean away from the chest because he's not liking the look of that
1: <laughs> yeah you edge closer and closer and still yet closer and there is not a movement to be seen okay. on if, this if chest. nothing happens i just yeah. go start going up the stairs yeah not interested in all of what's in the chest nope not yeah. with half a guy stuck in it <laughs> okay
0: well don't you think it's odd that a man is coming out of a Trunk is it, or it coming a chest out? It's like, is like he, his
1: lower half is sticking out of it. Yeah. It was like so it's he like was, mm. he was leaning into it and it. Pfft. Yeah, he was rummaging around and it looks like um, he's, he's clad in leather armor. Um, very old, very dried leather armor and his remains are skeletal.
2: Yeah. No, if you want to open the chest, be my guest. I'm heading up the stairs.
0: <laughs> uh, no, stay here so I can use the light from your hand. I'm just going to at least walk over to it. Okay. And look a little more closely. Um,
2: I reach my hand again. down to give you as much light as possible mm-hmm. and still keeping maybe a foot
1: from the chest. Fair enough. Do you mind making me like a wisdom perception check or, or insight or something at your discretion?
0: Um, I'll go with insight.
1: Okay. <laughs> How about outside?
0: Yeah. So a uh, total of 11. 11?
1: 11. All right.
0: Did you even have a DC in mind when you asked me to do that? I
1: do now. <laughs> it was 12. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's difficult to see a lot of the exact details of this chest.
0: No, we have not opened it yet. You we haven't yet. We just walked yet. over to it and are looking yeah. more closely.
1: Okay. What you have noticed is so like on the left side corner of the lid, it looks as if there once was a tripwire pull string type mechanism in place. It must have been when this previous guy opened it that it was tripped and is now disarmed.
0: I see. So, as it, hmm, okay, the way you described it, I was imagining that the chest had been sitting open, and when the guy looked in, somebody pulled it and sna- slammed it down on him. But you're saying, no, it's something that was like tripped yeah. when he opened yeah, it. Yeah,
1: basically, there was like a, just a little mechanism on the chest, self contained on okay. the chest. So, when he opened it, like the string broke or something, and mm. that triggered whatever happened to kill this man. I see. Which you are not able to see right now without opening the chest or anything.
0: All right, I'm going to move around to that end of the chest rather than standing in front of it, like the dead guy was clearly doing, and slowly lift up on the lid from the left
1: side. Okay. As you do so, you can see Within the chest itself, maybe around like the hinges or so, pointed right up towards whoever would be opening it, there was a little nozzle. Um, uh.
0: As it po- sprayed a poison as or you, a gas? Um,
1: as you're looking at the guy who's hanging mm-hmm. in it, whose upper half is also still intact, you could see the little feathered shaft of a dart, mm. sticking, one sticking out of his face.
0: Hmm, A booby-trapped chest. Clearly something valuable either is or was in here. Razvan, lift your hand a little higher over the opening of the chest and shine the light down into it.
1: Which he does. And you can see that there's um, a collection of items in here, one of which is clenched in the the bony hands of this previous adventurer. It's a rolled-up letter. (gasps) There's something in his
0: hand. hand. It must be what he was looking in here for, and she's going to reach down and... Just pry his fingers open.
1: Comes out with ease. Uh, It is a very unsettling experience because you actually had to pry something from somebody's cold dead hand, (laughs) something you never thought you'd have to do. (laughs) They're actually kind of of warm. Anyway. uh, While she's
2: doing that, I'm quietly intoning a prayer on behalf of the dead person.
1: Good. His soul finds peace, I suppose. Hopefully. Although you do not know if it does.
0: All right, what is the... She's going to open... Is it scrolled up, I take it? Yeah, it's The it it.
1: small piece of parchment, unrolled. It has writing in this really loopy cursive. And it reads the following. Ooh. My most pathetic servant, I am not a savior sent to you by the dark powers of this land. I have not come to lead you on a path to immortality. However many souls you have bled on your hidden altar... However many visitors you have tortured in your dungeon, know that you are not the ones who brought me to this beautiful land. You are but worms writhing in my earth. You say that you are cursed, your fortune spent. You abandoned love for madness, took solace in the bosom of another woman, and sired a stillborn son. Cursed by darkness? Of that I have no doubt. Save you from your wretchedness? I think not. I much prefer you as you are. Lord, the dread lord and master, Strad von Zarovich.
2: Did you read that out loud?
1: In
0: yes. the exact same in voice. Just like in that voice. I was possessed. Good job, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: so when I hear stillborn son, mm-hmm. I think of the portrait in the hallway where we saw the family and mm. the father, I believe, was it the father holding the baby? The father
1: was holding us uh, a and child. And the mother
2: was looking at it askance. Mm-hmm. She was looking mm. at it suspiciously or she had some weird look on her face. Yeah. I think the book described it with scorn. Okay. And so the, uh, you know, we, we've met two of the children. <sighs> it's
0: gross. Those Victorian death portraits where they yeah. just prop up the dead person and take so, a picture.
2: Yeah, trying to make that mm. connection. Smile.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Say cheese.
2: Interesting. Is there anything else in the chest, and I, obviously you're the only one who's really
0: mm-hmm. looking in. it. I'm there. really looking at it, so I scan all the corners where the man's body isn't.
1: <laughs> there are a good couple of items left in here. Let me see here. There are a couple of black books. They're, just, they're blank. It has got black leather for their coverings. They might be worth something. Um, you've got a couple of scrolls in here, with arcane writing on them. Now, uh, let me see here. There is a deed for the house. Oh, a, a deed for the windmill, and a signed will. Hmm. Um, that is all. Hmm.
0: This chest was clearly some sort of a. I mean, it was it was secured storage for these items. I mean, the deed to the house, the deed to the windmill.
2: It does well, make me wonder who this person is.
0: Yeah, whose name is on the deed?
1: It's all under the Durst name,
0: From the same name as the, the family crest and yep. everything. Yeah, been it's, it's
1: it's signed by Gustav and Elizabeth Durst and bequeaths the house, the windmill, and all their property to Rosavelda and Thornbolt Durst.
0: Those must be the two children,
2: Rose and Thorn.
0: Oh.
1: Hmm.
2: But no mention of the baby's name, so presumably it had died before this will was made. Okay, uh, I don't know what to make of this, but um, I, I don't see anything else of interest here.
1: Not here. If you if you do look around, you do notice uh, it's a couple of the the names of the books on around the bookshelves jump out at you. It's it's all things relating to necromancy, the dark mm. arts, summoning of fiends. And a couple on the priests of Osibius.
2: This room gives me a bad feeling.
0: I, this entire house gives me a bad feeling.
2: One should not play with death like this.
0: I agree. Uh, there are very dark and evil forces at work here.
2: Let's. I wish keep we could moving. find a way out. There's a staircase right here.
0: Well. Uh, as best I can tell, it's only going to take us deeper into this house, but I, see that I don't see that we have any other choice. Actually, it's going to
1: take you higher into you this house. You know what house. I mean.
0: <laughs> it's not like it's going out. It's just more in. At
2: this point, I get the feeling that we need to defeat whatever the monster is, and maybe we'll monster be released. Monster we haven't
0: seen anything uh, of. Or but...
2: heard, or seen any evidence of, but at this point, that's all I have to go on.
0: Well. Um, I'm going to take the, the letter from Strahd Mm -hmm. and put it in my bag, I suppose. Um, the other things, I don't know that there's anything, we have no use for them. I'm not sure what we can do with the deed to a
2: cursed house. Well, why don't we bring that with us? Because if we see the children outside again, we can give it to them. It seemed like they didn't want to come in here.
0: If we see the children again, but I suppose you're right. Let's go ahead and, I'll go ahead and add those to my bag.
2: Just bring it all and we can hand it over to them when we see them again.
0: All right. And so I will put those away, carefully close the lid back down on the skeletal body. Okay. And um, Razvan, lead the way up the stairs.
2: Okay, here we go. And I start shuffling up the stairs.
0: I'm right behind him. hmm
2: Mm -hmm. You're going to use your...
0: My divine sense, maybe? Yeah. Uh, The presence of strong evil registers on my senses like a noxious odor, and powerful good rings like heavenly heavenly music. As an action, I can open my awareness to detect such forces. Until the end of your next turn... We're not really in turn order right now, so I don't know if that's... um, Not quite. ...applicable. You're not very good at leaving things to mystery there. (laughs) Uh, Until the the end of my next turn you know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet that is not behind total cover. Maybe yeah. I should wait until we're up the stairs.
2: Yeah. Let's poke our heads up first and yeah. then, then do it. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> so just just cut all this so it doesn't look like I'm cheating.
2: <laughs> no, it's fine. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So right. I, I'm heading up the, is it a spiral staircase? It's just a plain, simple
1: straight staircase. But
0: very narrow, he says. Okay. Narrow very narrow.
1: G- yeah. Um, you almost I'm, have I'm, to like turn your shoulders to mm. reach through. You make your way up the staircase, and these stairs creak really badly the whole way up. You know the the other stairs yeah, where there was, it is, was, a, was everything silent. was silent, and every footstep here just shatters the eardrums practically.
2: Well, I got that impression when we saw a desiccated corpse in the room, and the, you said the leather was looking pretty dry and mm-hmm. stuff. So I I had a feeling the room was
1: different, at least. Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. so I'm up. Yeah, because everything yeah. else was pristine up yep. until now. Basically, all right. So you come up into an attic hall that leads off to a couple of, of different rooms. Let me see here. Let me just make sure. Yeah, there's there are four different rooms that lead off of here. Is there a central hallway with rooms off of it, or this is the central hallway okay. with, that, with rooms that lead Instead off of to it?
0: Attic hallway.
1: Yeah, okay. basically. There's two doors on the right, and two doors on the left.
0: When We get to up into this attic hallway. Does do things look atticky and decrepit up here? Very okay. This
1: mm-hmm. is where you're starting to see more of the actual age of the house. Mm-hmm. You know, everything is moldy, choked with cobwebs. The air is thick with dust.
2: Mm. Which way do you want to go?
0: Oh, let's open. Let's each take one door on each side of the hall. And open them simultaneously so that I can detect. Uh, that'll, that'll relieve some cover, if anything's in either one of those rooms.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: If we can get the doors open, I will be able to sense whether there is any evil or good presence nearby, but not while the doors are closed.
2: You can do that too?
0: Yes. Do you have that same ability? Yeah. Well,
2: wow, we finding- have so much in common. I was going to
0: say, <laughs> we're finding more and more things in common as we go.
2: Yeah. While we're standing up here, I'm not trying to use any special powers or anything, but, you know, just that sense that something is off. That sixth sense. Do I feel like we're being watched, or is there some kind of weird sensation that's
1: not quite reaching into the abilities? It feels cold. Cold. Well. Cold. Um, okay, I won't say outright. It feels cold, but your skin—no, no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> anyway, um, your skin is erupting in goosebumps in the way that you would when it was cold. I see.
2: Well, I'll go left, and you go right.
0: Sounds good. And as she approaches, I'm going to draw out my um, crossbow, my heavy crossbow, just to have at the ready. Because because this floor feels and looks so much different everything since we left the the main library into the secret hall it just it just feels like we're bound to meet something any moment because yeah. now things seem decayed now they seem off Okay. So I go approach the first door on the right you're going to the first one on the left That's
2: right. I'm on the left.
0: <laughs> That's <is> correct.
1: <laughs> you are on the left. And mom is on the right. Understood. Okay. Yes. I
2: glance over my shoulder at you,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Anna, and make eye contact. Yeah. No. Okay.
1: Dad, you open the door. Mom, yours is locked.
0: I can't get this one open. Wait. The key.
1: The key. I. It has brought the number it. 20
2: on it, correct? Yes, I don't remember. Yes, yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. The, the one we found in the study outside in the mm-hmm. library that I tucked
0: away and you
2: were had like, the number twenty on it. No, that was the one downstairs. Oh, for the cabinet.
0: Oh, the key in the library. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah,
2: the yeah. key in the library had the
1: number twenty on it. Yes, it did. You do have a key here. Is there a
0: number on the door?
1: There is not. Oh,
0: what? Well, what happened when he opened his door? What does he see in
1: there? You find a small bedroom. Uh, I'd say single. I don't know, like a twin-size bed uh, sits there uh, in the center of the room. Not the actual center, but like up against the wall, you know, Mm -hmm. that that kind of Mm -hmm. arrangement. Um, There's a nightstand, iron stove, writing desk, everything. Um, There's a small window at the far end of the room that is just cracked uh, with a couple of panes missing. There's Mm -hmm. some white sheets over it, mildewy and dusty. They're just kind of blowing in a in a chill breeze, but otherwise there's there's nothing going on in here.
2: I check my cantrips
1: real quick. Mm. Are you going to try anything with your drum Mom?
0: I will pull out the key. Um, what what kind of a lock is on the door? Is it just a lock in the doorknob or like a yeah, bolt?
1: A lock in the doorknob.
0: I will pull out the key and see if it appears to fit.
1: Looks about the same shape. You press it against the hole and it fits through. <gasps>
0: I believe this key goes to this door. Razvan. Yeah. uh, If you don't see anything over there, I, I suggest you come over here quickly and be with me to be ready when we open this door. There may be something in here.
2: All right. I take one quick glance at the writing desk just to make sure there's nothing on the surface of the desk. There isn't. Okay. All right. I'm here. I'll open the door just like downstairs.
0: All right. And I will have my crossbow at the ready.
2: Okay. Let me check one thing real quick
1: here. Are you guys going to get into an actual fight? (laughs) I don't
0: know. I don't know. And that's where we're going to end this episode.
1: And that's the end of this episode at 25 minutes Mm -hmm. (laughs) minus the initial recording time. So before we get
2: into any turn-based stuff, I'm going to use an action and I'm going to put my hand on your shoulder Mm -hmm. and mutter some words and I'm casting guidance on you.
0: Okay, what does that do?
2: Once before the spell ends which is up to one minute, you have a minute to use this, you can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to one ability check of your choice. Okay. You can roll the die before or after making the ability check, and once you use it, the spell ends.
0: Okay. I suddenly feel kind of inspired.
1: <laughs> I feel all little tingly. <laughs> You've got this. <laughs> <laughs> Hang in there. <laughs>
0: Gave 110%. <laughs>
2: Meredith hates that phrase.
0: Hannah,
1: <laughs> look at that cat poster over there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, there's a, a, bit, a little bit of initial tension from just disuse of mm-hmm. the lock. You turn with a loud ka-chunk as the tumbler set in place. And the door s- swings... I swing the door open.
0: Inward Inward.
1: inward. Oh. The door swings inward to reveal a double bedroom. There are two twin-sized beds and a chest of what is probably full of toys. And in the middle of the floor, two small skeletons. And their clothes look horribly, horribly familiar. (gasps) Oh no, no, not the children. These have been gone for a long time.
2: I go in and I kneel down Mm -hmm. and I look at the bodies.
1: Their bones are clean of, of anything. The uh, clothes are worn, aged. It doesn't look like anything like ate them or anything. There's no external source of harm. It is just simply, they are dead.
0: How are they lying?
1: On their backs, just there.
2: They don't look like they died. Trying to fight or run or. Absolutely nothing. Yeah.
0: This is very strange. How often does somebody die just lying prone in the middle of a floor like this?
2: This is unusual.
1: I look for signs of the teddy bear. It's in the hands of the skeleton on the left, in Thorn's clothing.
0: I don't think we will be meeting the children outside. And if we do, I don't know that they're going to have any use for the deed to this house. What is going on? She's starting to, her nerves are starting to crackle a little bit.
1: A slight breeze passes through the room.
0: All right, I'm going to use my divine sense to...
1: Something smells foul.
0: There's something evil in here. Something...
1: I'm going to use eyes of the grave.
2: I'm using eyes of the grave. What does that do? Very much like Anna's ability. Mine is... As an action I can open my awareness to magically detect undead until the end of my next turn. I know the location of any undead within 60 feet that isn't behind total cover and that is not protected from divination magic. It doesn't uh, my sense does not tell me anything about what the creature is capable of or its identity.
0: All right, yeah. And so I will know the type, whether it's a celestial, a fiend, undead, whatever, but same, I will not know the identity, but I will uh as long as it's within 60 feet and not under total cover.
2: I, I mutter, by Kelimvor's silver mask,
1: show yourself. Nothing appears immediately or before you, but you can hear behind you, across the hall. The other door on the left side creaks slightly open. Out here, come, quickly.
0: I follow him out there. Do, what, what do I know?
1: The door to that room has opened slightly.
0: No. What do I know? What do you
1: know? Yes. It is very, very bad. It smells awful. And you just feel a dark foreboding presence behind this door.
0: My crossbow is, is raised and ready. Mm-hmm. And I'm, my eyes are squinting hard. Come out, foul fiend! Show yourself now!
1: No sound. Nothing. The door remains open, almost welcoming, but in a very twisted sense.
0: What is happening? Something is here. Somebody is here. I know it.
2: Let's go into the room. We must avenge these children, this family.
1: I'm mad.
0: Charging through the door.
1: I follow closely behind. You kick the door open, and you go rushing into this room. It's a large room. Uh, It was probably used for storage at some point. There's just pieces of furniture scattered throughout this room, draped over with white cloths. It's dark. Um, at the far end of the room, there is another one of the windows, like like in the room that you went into, dad mm-hmm. uh, just white drapes billowing in, in a slight breeze, and at the far end of the room, you see it it 's slightly it 's only partially opaque. what color it is you can 't exactly tell you don 't even know if there's a col- if there 's a word in any language to describe what what color it is, but it 's vaguely humanoid in form. Where its face should be, there is just these exaggerated features. Like a jack o lantern type face. Shapes for, for eyes eyes and mouths. It, but like there, there's no like definite eyeball or anything like that. It's just a face of of rage. It's at the far end of the room and it turns around to face you guys. And when it opens its mouth, it's like a screech, but it's like the air is being sucked into it. And it charges as you roll for initiative.
2: Uh,
0: 17. W- w- wasted a perfectly good 20.
1: 18 for me. Hang on a second.
2: We may be going first. Let's take him down. One shot him. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, barbarian. Oh, wait a second. I'm not! <laughs> okay, so dad, what did you roll? Total of
1: 18. 18, mom?
0: Nat 20. Sick.
2: What's your initiative, Zero.
0: Mom?
1: Okay. And, wow. High rollers. Surprisingly, the specter goes first. (laughs) Well, great. Yeah. Well, the 19 with a plus two just sharked you, Dad. Or Mom, just sharked you, Mom. Yeah, just sharked me. Uh, It's passing right through these pieces of furniture, but it is going to charge right at you, Mom. Um, And it's just going to reach out with this clawed hand, and it's just going to try and grab your face. Okay. Does a six hit? <laughs> no. He's a little overzealous. Yes. <laughs> and so its hand shoots forward at you, but you were you were on your toes. You were ready. And so all of you guys were ready. You yeah. all were ready for this That's fight. Right. We are ready um, to go. And and so you managed to spin just out of the way and it, it kind of like splashes through the door behind you, but then it comes, I guess, zooms around the room and like back out through like the side or something. Back back into one of the sidewalls of the room. It's going
0: through walls and And, stuff. And
1: it's coming at you again. And mom, now it's your turn.
0: All right. How far away is he from me?
1: Basically, he's he's come back into melee-ish range.
0: Oh, great. And of course, I have my ranged weapon out.
1: I've always thought that taking a whole action to change weapons is unnecessary.
0: Well, you can just dispense with that rule Uh, if you want.
1: I, I, just, I feel like taking six whole seconds to you're swap the DMs, weapons. Yeah. I, so the way I do
2: it yeah. is, if you choose to drop the weapon, it's a bonus action to draw your weapon that you're trying
1: to get. Yeah, sounds fair. If you stow the weapon, then it's the yeah, full six seconds. Yeah. six seconds. Yeah, that would take
0: six seconds. Sounds
1: about right. Yeah, let's go with that. So you, you're free to drop the crossbow. right, I'm going to
0: drop the, the crossbow on the ground and instantly pull out my greatsword instead.
1: Blowing the string snaps. <laughs>
0: no... And I'm going to try to swipe just diagonally through the thing with the great sword. Nat twenty. Oh,
1: hey. Okay, so how I do nat twenties is instead of rolling double the dice for the damage, uh-huh. you get the max damage for a normal yes. attack, and then you roll the dice again and add whatever yeah, okay. bonus you have, so, and that's added on.
0: So my great sword is two d six. So you're so starting out with twelve. Starting off with twelve.
1: Twelve damage base plus whatever you roll. All right, here we go. Mom is a hot hand tonight. Plus
0: 13, so 25.
1: 25. Awesome. We it's, are going to one-shot this guy. <laughs> it's going to take 13 points of damage because it has resistance to Slashing. non-magical mm-hmm. weapon attacks.
2: Interesting. Well, you didn't have to tell us that
1: part. Well, that's kind of
2: obvious. It's no, inco- it, it's, w- it wasn't it, obvious to me. It's incorporeal, you know. I, I knew to expect it, but yeah.
0: I didn't. Dad never tells me how much, like, I'll tell him how much damage and he'll go, hmm. And then I'll only find out after the game, you were only doing half damage because (laughs) I'm like, what?
1: Well, Dad,
2: that's you. Seeing her blade not quite connect. It's like it's going through gelatin.
0: I was going to say, it's like jello where it kind of goes.
1: Kind of.
2: Seeing that her blade didn't quite connect as I thought it would because it looked like a true strike.
1: Oh, it was.
2: Uh, I decide to change tactics, and I, again, call upon Kelumvor, and I use Sacred Flame. Ooh! The Spectre is what you called it. It needs to make a Dexterity saving throw.
1: Okay. 12.
2: My Spell Save DC is 13. <whistles> okay. Just missed it. And so he's going to take 1d8 damage. Total of 4.
1: Alright. Woohoo. Wahoo. Take that, you. <laughs> Mom over here. Taking out practically the whole thing dad. Hey. <laughs> hey, still. And uh I just want to describe
2: it. So yeah. a a shimmery gold light seems to fall through the ceiling and hit the floor, mm-hmm. but there's no heat to it. Not to you guys. Not to us. But apparently to this thing.
1: Yeah, it comes. It's got a little bit of like char marks little around sizzle. it. <laughs> <laughs> Burn. All right. After this, it just kind of almost like shakes itself and renews its efforts to grab onto your face, your very grabbable face.
0: I guess so. Hmm. Oh, no.
1: Does a 20 hit? Does a four hit? <laughs> <Or> <laughs> no, no does it does. does a six hit? No, it yeah, doesn't. no. I thought not. All right, Mother.
0: Well. <laughs> I'm just gonna continue with the sword. That <laughs> let's to go be with the, what
1: works. Yeah, that's, see,
0: I, I don't have any magic. Although, you real do. quick. Well, see the thing—I have all this stuff written, but I have no spells. Yeah. So, as out. a
2: paladin, you don't get spells until I think second or third right. level. So yeah. But you do have lay on hands.
0: Right. But I mean, I don't want to heal him exactly. <laughs> so we're just gonna continue with the sword, I guess. Okay. Oh no!
1: Oh. From no. one
0: end of the spectrum to the other. What did you
1: roll? A one. one. Fantastic. All right. Okay, Razvan's dead <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. You one shot Razvan instead <laughs> yeah. of Spectre oh, Let me see, how are we going to handle this? Um... Grief
0: It was all going so well Goodbye, everybody <laughs> I'm
1: going to say that you go to swing your sword And you didn't have the perfect grip on it And it slips out of your hands and it thunks, quivering blade first into the wall. <laughs> nice. It's going to take you an action to pull it out okay. of the wall again. Sensible, yeah. Like oh yeah, it. yeah. Um, A little overconfident there on your swing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, what am I thinking of? Uh, the scene from Muppets Treasure Island where Kermit the Frog is over there, like swinging his sword. He like takes yeah, off all the no. buttons, <laughs> and it <laughs> just goes <laughs> flying <laughs> off. <laughs> Meanwhile, Razvan is looking at the new
2: cut in his tunic <laughs> uh, ooh, uh. <laughs> 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 suck in the gut <laughs> anyway. alright yeah yeah. you turned dead seeing that uh, she's going to be out of it for just a moment not digging that too much
1: you probably well no I don't think we would have overridden a natural one but I remember you, you've got the whole guidance thing no so right? that was a
2: check it, it says ability check, check. Right. which is different yeah from, yeah, yeah.
0: That's okay. No, it's it's fair. I rolled a one. Yeah. Straight up, so.
1: All right, I'm going to try this. Oh, dear.
0: (laughs) Oh, boy. That sounds promising.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) I like the sound of that. Yeah. (laughs) Well, as a dungeon master, I actually do. The player, probably not.
2: As I pull up my mace, I whisper some words that make me physically ill to say, and like a, a dark flame seems to surround the head of my mace. I'm casting Inflict Wounds on the mace, and it says make a melee spell attack against a creature you can reach and on a hit, the target takes 3d10 necrotic damage so basically (gasps) I'm going to point the mace at it and then this flame is going to fly off toward it and hopefully hit it so I need to do a spell attack so I get a plus 5 to that okay (laughs) a natural 20 natural 20 (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, go ahead and roll for damage. Uh, 6d10. Well,
1: oh, you're going to get so 30, 30. damage already, oh. and then you're going to roll 3d10. Okay.
2: Can I borrow one of your... T- yeah,
0: <laughs> do it here.
2: Doesn't matter. Yeah, thank you. 15, 16 points of damage, so 46 points of damage total.
0: <laughs> Necrotic.
1: <laughs> Dad, I am so sorry. Oh, no. The dark flames wash over the body of the specter and they dissipate oh, having no effect.
2: Immunity. Ah, immune immunity. to necrotic damage.
1: No! <laughs>
2: I shake my mace next to my ear.
1: You were saying inflict wounds and I was like, no, I'm pretty stop, sure stop, I know. Stop, stop. And you're saying necrotic damage, 3d10. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> well, let me just take off that spell slot.
0: <laughs> oh man.
2: Uh, I curse saw, you, Spectre!
1: <laughs> I feel so I bad. I saw Zane
0: make a face and I thought he was like, I thought it was a face of, was, oh no, this is going to be terrible was, for me. I was
1: trying to pass it off as, well, it's so much damage. It's going to kill it so good. <laughs> 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 all right,
2: fine.
0: Well, all right, all right, take your all right. stinking
2: Spectre attack. Yeah. And
0: go. See, seeing that, Anna is, I know it's your turn. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just flavoring. Uh, seeing that Anna's eyes go wide, and she just uh, screams,
1: "You can't go into a rage!" No, I'm not.
2: <laughs>
0: she screams. How are we supposed to beat this?
1: Hit it again. That seemed to work really well. Spectre's turn. Mm-hmm. He's not too happy at you, Dad. That was that was just kind of like he felt the power of it. Like he knew that if. He was not so unable to be harmed by that. He would have been. <laughs> no. he, he would have been pretty dead. So he's gonna try and grab your face. And Now you roll high. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> yes, I know it. Does <laughs> a twenty-two hit? <laughs> <laughs> dun 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 oh, dun, no. dun dun. dun, dun.
0: All all he's doing is grabbing your face. Oh, yeah. He might come in for a little kiss or something. Give me a wet wet
1: Willy in my nostril. He's going to drain life from you. Sweet. Mm -hmm. You take (laughs) 11 points of damage, (gasps) of necrotic damage. I am down. And uh, make me a constitution saving throw.
2: Now, before I make this roll. I'm going to say that my face suddenly goes very gaunt mm-hmm. as if all the moisture has been drawn from it. My knees sag and then we'll see what happens with this constitution check. I don't know what's uh 13 plus.
1: Okay. You're good. Okay, you're good.
2: 15 total.
1: Yeah. You didn't need a, a really high roll to save, okay. but if you had failed, your max would have gone down. Ah,
2: So as it is though, I just go straight down on my knees and then flop over sideways onto the floor.
0: Rasban,
1: it turns to look at you. Say farewell to my mother. <laughs> <laughs> Tell my mother Tell I love, the love her.
0: Teddy bear, I love it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is your turn, Mom. Your sword is stuck in the wall, and your crossbow is at your feet. <clears throat> Mom, you can't go into rages. I'm not as going a into rage.
0: Character. I can still be enraged, though. Nah.
1: It's purely a barbarian thing.
0: Oh man, you can feel
1: miffed, uh, peeved, um, ruffled.
0: Oh man,
1: nonplussed, nonplussed. Exactly. <laughs> uh, what are some other good ones?
0: I only have one action. I need an action to get the sword. Well,
1: here, here's and a possibility.
0: I need an action to to heal you.
2: You could heal me. That way, the attention is divided. It may still be if it sees me move, it may come after me again.
1: You still need to get your sword out of
2: the wall. Yeah, she I knows. know it, but- We're, I we're debating, need I need
0: to do yeah. both things.
1: Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Action surge.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, she can't do fighter. that. Resin, 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 slasen, slasen.
2: I want that inflict wounds to work. <laughs> <laughs> I really do, that too. <laughs> that was massive. That, that was, was insane. Hey,
0: he he should have blown into a million tiny pieces.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, anyway. Make a um, choice.
0: All right. Uh- as angry as she is with the creature, she does definitely does not want to be facing it alone. So I'm going to move to Razvan and put both hands on him. On going
1: uh, grab his face.
0: <laughs> I might, yeah.
2: Yeah, plump my face back up. <laughs> yes, uh, uh,
0: one on either side, like over your ears at your nice. temples. Yeah and close my eyes and, and and concentrate and give you back 5 points that's all I, that's the most i can give you
1: great you gain 5 hit points
2: does that uh, were you <gasps> far down to exactly down were you i was at minus 1 but i basically set yeah, to sure. zero yeah mm-hmm. sure okay. okay so 5 thank you
1: you're back in the fight i cough
0: <laughs> are you all right what happened
1: my head. There's not that, a whole lot of time to explain. Yeah. No, that, I'm, I'm wallowing yeah. on the floor. I'm,
0: I'm yeah. expecting
2: you yeah. to keep on going. So it is your turn now.
0: I'll help him up. Come on, we must, we must keep fighting.
2: I'm going to try this now. Using the last of my internal spiritual energy, I mutter a curse at the specter, and I cast Bane on it. It needs to make a charisma saving throw.
1: Oh, dear. Fifteen.
2: Uh, waste of a slot again what was Bane gonna do make it roll with disadvantage on its attacks oh, snap Kellamvor, have you deserted me in this house I start yes. crying
0: <laughs> oh. I start
2: crying I'm just sitting on the floor my hand stretched out and when mm-hmm. I see that it doesn't have any obvious effect my hand droops down and
1: I'm just sitting there devastated oh my
0: don't give up I need you in this fight.
1: It is the specter's turn. And he's going to try and take you out, Mom. Does a seven hit? (laughs) I see how this goes.
0: (laughs) No, a seven does not hit.
1: Fantastic. He, again, tries to reach for you. You are just... You cannot have us both. You are a bar of soap. Just him. (laughs) Just him. (laughs) It sounded better the way she said it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right, well, uh, it's your turn, Mom.
0: All right, um, I'm just going to run to the wall and wrench my sword out.
1: You run over, you finagle, you finagle, you, you do a couple of other things, and at last it is pride-free of the wall and you have use of your great sword. Father.
2: Um, I see that she has not lost her resolve, even after she's had some struggles and so I get to my knees and start to struggle up, and I try spare uh, spare the dying. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, try, I try Sacred Flame again. Okay. Dexterity saving throw.
1: All righty. All right, that is a
2: 10. That's a miss, and so a, that's a fail on your part. So that's 1d8 damage. Let's see what happens. Eight it's Max
0: damage! Max.
2: And seeing that this actually works, I begin to get a little bit of faith back
1: gonna get a little bit more than a little bit of faith back (gasps) the radiant beam drops down from the from the ceiling and it just scours this thing and it lasts a little bit longer than usual it's like it's it shrieks resound more throughout this room and it's like chalkboard fingernails on your ears until at last the beam is gone all that is gone all that is left is a scorch mark on the ground
2: you did it thank you
0: Razvan. you did it (sighs)
2: I lean back against the wall and slide back down to sitting
1: against the wall. And then the house begins to groan. And that's where we're going to end it for this episode. Oh, Oh, man. Wow. Okay. Good fight. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Good fight. Way to go. That that 25 damage was- Very
1: well done, guys. Well worth it. Yeah. Mm. He had 22 hit points- and thank goodness he had resistance, or that would have been a really anticlimactic. Yeah, it would fight. have been a really short
0: fight. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though,
1: this was a perfectly cinematic fight. Like you know, you, yeah. you you had a strong start, a dip in the middle, and then a strong finish. Really. And well then the
0: got. one who was like struggling so much and almost died Help was the like, one Moore. who got to, <laughs> Yes,
1: we did so, yeah. it. Do we? we did do it. we
0: reach a, a a thing with points?
1: A milestone. You know what? I think yeah, it's, hey! it's high time. Yeah! You guys are now level two. <laughs> You guys aren't going to have a whole lot of time to really do like like how we would do in the podcast mm-hmm. where it would, you know, during off time, be reflecting on our yeah. recent accomplishments and whatnot. I'm just thinking that the oppressive nature of this house is starting to be lifted. And so you guys are having access to powers that you probably would have had if you were not in this situation mm-hmm. right nice, now. Nice, nice. So you well, guys technically started level 2, but you know.
0: <laughs>
2: okay, well. All right. Meredith, what you get at this level? Yes. You get to pick a fighting style. Oh grief. You get spell casting. Woohoo! And you get divine smite.
1: Divine oh, smite. Divine smite.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, so let's take a look at the fighting style. Okay. You get a choice of defense, which increases your armor class by 1 as long as you're wearing armor. Dueling, when you're wielding a melee weapon in one hand and no other weapons, you gain a plus two bonus to damage rolls with that weapon, but you don't have a one-handed weapon.
0: Uh, my greatsword, my sword. staff.:
2: my greatsword is a light, one-handed And well, light,
0: light crossbow—that's not melee. Well,
2: here, this one may speak to you better. Great, okay. great weapon fighting.
0: Oh, okay. Uh,
2: when you roll a one or a two on a damage die for an attack you make with a melee weapon that you're wielding with two hands, you can re-roll the die and must use the new roll. So it, it's like advantage with Okay. With your roll.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so I'll write that. Word. Great, great weapon fighting. Yeah, and
2: just for your awareness, there's one more, protection. Oh. When a creature you can see attacks a target other than you within five feet of you, you can use your reaction to impose disadvantage on the attack roll. That
0: would have been handy. <laughs>
2: Could have been. Were we within five feet of each other in the room? Yeah, basically. Yeah. You
0: said was a, well, you said it was a large room, but I mean, we were yeah. all kind of... You right guys
1: right are all right. just okay. like fighting in the doorway, basically. Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah, you know, would've... take your pick of those four. Hmm.
0: No, I think I kinda wanna do the last one.
1: A protection? Yeah. Okay. I think that was the one that Peter had. Pretty Was sure. it really? I think so. I don't know that you ever used it. I don't know either. There's yeah. a lot of defensive stuff that I got in the late in the later part yeah. of my, of his life that I right, just like never g- took advantage of. Eighty four. Like, I'm pretty sure there was like something for my what was it? The uh Oath of the Ancients that I had that I also just didn't use. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's just so much to look at on had, a like, sheet. I yeah. also had like the target shield and all that stuff where I could take missiles from that oh, yeah. Other and all, all that also there. just never got used, just you know. Never
0: kinda, if it doesn't come up. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. know, It just yeah. doesn't really. All
2: right, spell all right. casting. Yes. Uh, your spell save DC at the top of your spell sheet. Twelve. Uh, it's going to be eight plus your proficiency bonus of two plus mm-hmm. your charisma modifier. Should okay, be twelve. So,
0: it's, so now it's thirteen now actually. Okay. Oh. Because my charisma modifier is three. Plus wow. Proficiency bonus is two yeah. plus eight, so that's
1: yep, 13. 13. You guys are real butterflies,
2: and your is that good? Spell attack modifier is proficiency bonus plus charisma mod, so that should be five, okay, not four.
1: Just talking about how you guys both have some pretty, pretty good charisma, yeah, between the two of you. Oh. I kind of expected, like, for, for a Curse of Stroud campaign to get these, you know, surly, dark, brooding characters and you calloused <laughs> and all that stuff. No, I just got this guy who's. who's Enlightened. Who's, his, you know, the cleric over here is. Uh, with, a, with a criminal background, is, his thing is this, is this charming smile that he has. Yeah, his, and you've got spell. a plus three charisma.
0: I do. All right.
2: You get to choose a number of paladin spells equal to your charisma modifier plus half your paladin level rounded down. Minimum of one. So
0: I get to choose four.
2: Yep. Yep. You get four spells and you okay. have two slots to work with.
0: All right. I'll choose the spells later because yeah. there's a pretty big list to go through on exactly. four people. Exactly. Uh, and what then... I really want to do is increase my hit point maximum. <laughs> 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 I do not like this 11. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: All right. So... Yeah. Divine Smite. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Starting at second level, when you hit a creature with a melee weapon attack, you can expend one spell slot. To deal radiant damage, which would have been nice in this fight. Yes. To the target. In addition to the weapons damage, the extra damage is 2d8 for a first level, etc. Um,
0: okay. You have to make up, me a card for that up one. Up to 5
2: d of course. Uh, the damage increases by 1d8 if the target is undead or a fiend. All right. So the divine smite and the spell casting and the... What was the other... Oh, the fighting style. Yeah,
0: protection, fighting style.
2: Uh those are the things you get. You have two spell slots. We talked about that. Yep. You'll pick your spells in a bit. Uh, roll your hit points.
0: All right. Remind me what, what uh, it's a d10. What's your hit d- die? 10.
2: Yep. And then you add your constitution modifier.
0: Okay.
2: Nine.
0: Ooh. ooh So I'm up to 20. Yeehaw!
2: All right. And then Razvan, at second level, gets Channel Divinity... Uh, He gains the ability to channel divine energy directly from Kelimvor, his deity, using that energy to fuel magical effects. He starts with two such effects, turn undead, Mm. and then an effect determined by my domain that I'll read shortly. Some domains grant you additional effects as you advance in levels, uh, so I'll, I'll read that next. But I now can turn undead of a certain level. And then also because I'm a grave domain cleric, I get path to the grave. I can use my channel divinity to mark another creature's life force for termination. Mm-hmm. As an action, I choose one creature I can see within 30 feet, cursing it until the end of my next turn. The next time I or an ally of mine hits the cursed creature with an attack, the creature has vulnerability to all of that attack's damage, and then the curse ends. So basically, you would double the damage on a successful hit on it. So that sounds pretty good. Yeah. I've been looking forward to that one. <laughs> uh, so I get one channel divinity per rest. And spells, let me make sure here. Basically get to add one spell All right. to my repertoire, which I'm looking forward to, and I'll pick that out also. And Off camera?
0: Yes, off camera.
2: Yes. <laughs> I guess I will roll for my hit points.
1: you're near a D8, right? Yes, sir. Nice.
2: Uh, two plus two is four so I'm up to a uh, whopping
1: go with, go with your average instead oh, a five yeah okay so a
2: total of seven yeah I'm up to 17 hit points all right I can actually take a punch now
0: <laughs> yeah now you are currently only at five yeah yikes
2: until hopefully we can, we'll fix that soon until we can sneak in our long rest but yeah uh, I like this one yeah, me too. So let's see. Uh, we went up to the attic after yep. we rifled through the uh, family safe. Yeah, well. <laughs> and then got up and uh, found the dead. bodies. Yeah, the babies
0: are dead.
2: Yeah. And then uh, fought the specter. Fought it, that yeah. thing. Yeah.
0: But we're still not done. Like that, did, that didn't like open. The house is now trembling. But uh-huh. he
1: did say that it felt
2: lighter. That some of the curse has lifted.
1: Yeah, basically, like it—it it feels like that's
0: how he's explaining uh, that we yeah, leveled up.
1: I know, but yeah, still. it feels—it feels like a bit of the evil has been expunged, but there is still yeah danger.
0: We have by no means punched our ticket out of the house.
1: Not yeah. quite. We can at least tell that we're on the right track now. Yeah, we'll figure that all out in our next session. Okay, all right. but yeah, thank you so much, Stackers, for hanging out with us for this uh, most recent chilling episode of. The Curse of Strahd campaign. Summer of time Extravaganza Palooza. Um, That's what it was. I think so. <laughs> I was paraphrasing, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we'll be uh, trying to get another session of this done at some point soon. And hopefully um, round out the death house. And hopefully round out the death house. And I don't know if we're going to be able to do much else for this summer, but maybe next summer we could pick this up again. We'll see. If you guys want to and uh, remember this <laughs> we can always listen always I'm having fun with this okay. so yeah we'll, we'll see what happens in our next episode and uh, but in the meantime stay tuned for more and we'll see you
2: here again next time at Stack of Dice there we go well let me just take off that spell slot
0: <laughs> oh <laughs>
2: Uh, I curse saw- you, Spectre! <laughs> <laughs> so I feel so bad. Saw-